And I want to speak about promotion in the kingdom. Psalms 75 and verse 6 and 7. I want you to know where we're going into, into this new season. There are open doors and there'll be exaltation. What is exaltation? It is promotion. Put this in the King James Version, please. It says in the King James Version, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one and he sets up another. Um, you're expecting a promotion in, your, in the world system. I think that we've taught more about promotion in the world system than we did in the kingdom system. And I've written a whole book on called Your Payday to help people understand that God is a God who rewards. Can you please say amen? amen. Daniel chapter 2 verse 19. Where we are going to, I need to teach you more as we've been switching systems. I want you to know that God is very serious about promoting people. And for very good reason. Um, we can't do very much with children. Not in your home. Not in a war. Not on top of the mountain. And neither in the kingdom. Your, your, your baby or juvenile attitude towards the kingdom of God doesn't assist us. God, your father loves you. And he will always love you. But honestly, as a father, who wants a 20-year-old with a nappy on and a dummy in his mouth? In the kingdom of God, God needs you to mature. God needs, because he needs you at the top of the mountain. He needs you to be influencing systems. He needs you to receive your inheritance. So God has got, a, he's got an operating system, a, a way in the kingdom of God where he promotes people because how else will the world know that God is real, that His system works, that the anointing is real, um, that your God is alive? How else would they know unless God promotes David from the sheepfolds and makes him a king, that God can navigate and move you to the top of your mountain? I'm letting you know that it's the year of the open door, but it's also the year of exaltation. God's going to promote people and you're finding there's plenty movement on the board. I'm finding it happening all over. And there is a reason how God, why God is doing what he's doing. And God, in many ways, his eyes are running to and fro. Looking to, looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to him. And so God is looking to promote people. Please hear me today. It's very serious. In my spirit, I just know that God needs to raise up the king's. He needs to raise up the multimillionaires. And I want to put this out. Somebody needs to put, I'm going to keep on preaching it. God does not open doors for you. Not in the kingdom. God opens doors for himself. I'm letting you, God's opening up the door because he needs you to come through matured enough to handle the resources and the things that he's going to put in your hand. You're going to clap your hands a little bit and say, thank you, Jesus. The whole kingdom is built on a reward system. So it's built, and so um, when people, I, I, I watch how the sons and daughters come, and um, 
my whole focus when I'm, I can't tell you what door it is for you. I'm not God. I can't even tell you the timing of that thing. That's in God's hands. But what I do have is the preparation for the door. You don't believe me. I'm letting you know that I deal when you, you find me bringing order and discipline and, and correction to your life is because there's only one thing in mind for me. It doesn't help a, an apostle and a pastor that you stay in church all the time and not make progress in the world. We're training you here so that you can rule on those mountains. And so all the discipline that I bring in here is because I need you to prepare yourself for where you're going to. Now you can be a church boy all your life or you can become a kingdom man and a kingdom woman. Where are you in this church? I am dealing with promotion in the kingdom of God that God is raising up. I'm letting you know a great and effectual door is open already. I'm letting you know the door is open already. I'm almost in a hurry to raise up the sons and say, don't miss your moment this time. Don't miss it. I'm preparing you because something is coming. Please hear your apostle. I love you so much. I'm lo I love you and I want to see the best for you and your family. There's nothing sweet. The people aren't reading the Bible. They're reading your life. And one testimony is worth a thousand sermons. So when you get promoted, people, they, they're going to, when David took Goliath's head off, then Saul asked, who's his father? They're going to ask about your heavenly father. Once you get promoted and the anointing on you is going to make the difference, the world's going to ask, so who, who is your God? Do you understand that you must rise to the top? The whole kingdom's designed this way. So my focus is I had no idea that God would open up the door for Warren Murray in, in Dubai. But he can tell you the stories of when I took him here, put a sword right here. He said, I'll kill you. I will. You don't bring that attitude here. You don't bring that stuff in your home. You don't bring this into the church. You fix this thing. And when he finally decided to say, yeah, yes, and got up, then God could take him through the door. Now, everybody likes the door. Nobody likes to hear about the sword. So I don't know which door it is and what kind of promotion it's going to be. But what I do know is what it looks like before you get to the door. You're not going to miss it in 2024 because there is a door. Come on, somebody. You're going to walk through this door. You're going to walk through with your marriage. You're going, to, you're going to go through with your children. You're going to become what God has called you to be. It's already open. And I believe an adjustment tonight is going to just set somebody up for victory even by tomorrow morning. I want to show you this because it is in the kingdom of God. So the, the, this king, Nebuchadnezzar, is a crazy king. He has a dream. He tells the magicians, you need to tell me what I dreamt and its interpretation. They said, you're crazy. He says, I'm going to kill you and your family. I'm going to burn your houses, and this is what I'm going to do. So Daniel says, tell him to hold up. I'm going to go inquire from the Lord. God gives Daniel the secret. Daniel comes back and interprets the dream, and here's what Daniel says. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision, so Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. And He changes, please read this, He changes the times 
and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness and light dwells with him. So he lets them know that God gave him the secret and he knows what the king's demand is. Pick up verse 46, please. Out of Daniel's interpretation of this dream comes Daniel's promotion. Because God is showing you when you use your gift in the kingdom of God and you've done what you need to do in time, times and seasons are in God's hands. Then Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, prostrate before Daniel, and commanded that they should present an offering and incense to him. The king answered Daniel and said, Truly your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and the revealer of secrets, since you could reveal the secret. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts. I am letting you know 2024 is going to be a year like no other. The kingdom is going to manifest like never before. And the sons and daughters are going to walk through these doors. Businesses are going to flourish. God's going to open up doors for you. God's going to bring you into your destiny. I'm letting you know God's going to give you secrets. You're going to walk in wisdom. And so God, Daniel got promoted and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. And chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. God's going to promote people in the Babylonian system. Because you have the edge. It's called the anointing. And Daniel promotes his, his Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as well. So I have this in my spirit. That 2024, in fact, when I'm starting to speak to sons and daughters now already, there are offerings of... of of opportunities that are happening already for them. It's not waiting for January. God's on the move already. In fact, the, the door's open already. Is there anybody that's going to be ready to receive it? It's happening already. It's happening already. Uh, one of my daughters sent me a message from Sunday. She said, I've been given an offering to come and sit on the board for a certain company. And um, without anything else, 5% of this company, and, and, and. God's doing stuff. She says, what is the Lord saying? I'm, I'm letting you know, I didn't have to have deep prayer, my daughter. I just let you know that God told me it's an open door. Tell her to go through the door. I gave word. God is moving. But I want to see this thing. Please, can you put up the payday triangle? In fact, you give me Sunday's one, it'll be great. So that I can help you just show you Ecclesiastes 3 verse 4. Um... Uh, 3 verse 1. So, knowledge and understanding and wisdom. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. So, if you put up the triangle, back again, you can see on the top is purpose. At the bottom is time. On the right-hand side of the triangle, from my side and your side, it's, it's seasons. So, to everything... There is a season. So things are going to come in its season. The open doors. Um, I don't know which company will offer you different things. And the prophets have given some word. But what God does is 
He gives you a word to encourage you for your season that's coming so that you can endure during time. Because time is for testing, time is for training, time is for your testimony. So God gives you that so that you can remain faithful in time because He needs you to align with heaven's purpose. He wants you to agree with His will. Because the season comes, and I just want you to know this today. For every born-again believer, this is your life. Your whole life will swing between a time and a season. Where you're going to travel up and down that mountain, that ladder, angels ascending and descending, where God gives you knowledge, gives you understanding, gives you wisdom. Because wherever you're going to, this is where you should be living. For a marriage, for a new position on the board, for doors that open up for the media space, for, for Dubai, wherever we're going. This is your life. You can't move outside of this. The Bible says, in Him we live, in Him we move, in Him we have our being. So that is it. You, you, you shouldn't be looking for anything else. Because if you in time, time is for sowing and serving it's for your training, it's for your testing, it's for your testimony. When God got you in time, he, he just wants you to make an adjustment. That's why the connect groups become the most powerful thing because you give up of your time to go and develop. And for those that are leading connect groups, is to serve. You're serving others. And you're making full proof of who you really are. We're discovering who you are. Because time becomes the equalizer. In God's ecosystem, He throws you into time so that we can discover who you really are. Because most people like a season, and I'm letting you know that you're going to hear many promotions. You're going to hear of people and their homes and, and businesses and trucks that have been released and new deals that have come through. And you're seeing cars that are debt-free and you're seeing houses that are debt-free and you, you're seeing what God is doing. But I please want you to know that's God's promotion. But I don't, I'm not so concerned about that. Because the things that everybody wants or the things that nobody sees is producing the things that everybody wants. People don't see what you're doing in time, you see. People, only God sees what you do in time. I can't, I can't, I can't make that thing up. I, I, I mean, i got to watch. And all I can say is when, when your season comes and, and you followed God in time and you served God when nobody was watching and you went to a connect group and, and, you, and, and you served and, and, and you were sowing and you were volunteering and, and you were sweeping when nobody was seeing and, 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 and you were alone. But then comes your season. When God begins to open up the things to you. You can't get mad at people when the season has come. Oh, don't get mad at my harvest. You don't know what I've sown in time. In my obedience. I know there's many of you that God asked you to empty your purses. One of the daughters said, like, you know, you didn't equip God. said, just empty your purse. And make sure you can take care of this. And then God swings you into your season. And the seasons are glorious because that's the promotion time. 
Because when you understand God's system, you're never going to be jealous of anybody. I always wondered, how do people get their stuff? But nobody gave secrets. And as you stay with God and nobody's watching and you keep on praying and you keep on believing when nobody else is and, and you're driving by yourself and God knows that you put in the last hundred rand for petrol because you had to get to church and you had to serve. Don't you know that God sees everything? Do you not know that God knows your bank details? If He knows the hairs on your head, don't you know that God sees every sacrifice you've made? I'm letting you know that God is no man's debtor. i got a word for somebody today that whatever you've done for the kingdom of God, God is going to reward you in a mighty way. I'm letting you know that God has seen everything. And the challenge is that, you know, you can come and say, but God, don't you see me? He sees everything. He sees everything. So what God does is, when you understand the power, I just want to touch on one thing. In Proverbs chapter 19, just have a look at this. You understand that everybody, not just Christians, but everybody came to the earth with a gift. Whether you're Tiger Woods or whether you're Oprah, whether you're Elon Musk, everybody's got a gift. Everybody's got a gift. I said everybody's got a gift. What makes it different from us with our gift and the world and their gift? Our, the difference for us is that we take our gift to serve the kingdom of God. We don't use it to satisfy the world and, and make a name for ourselves. Have a look at the scripture, Proverbs 17.8, please. 17.8. A present. Please, in the King James for me, please. King James says, a gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that has it. And whithersoever it turneth, it prospers. So God gave you your gift so your gift can prosper. You sharpen your gift. You hone your gift. Whatever God has given you. Um, and you take your gift and you use it for the glory of God. Because the difference between my gift and Tiger Woods, even though he's making more money, I'm taking my gift and I'm serving the kingdom of God. Anytime you, you take your gift and only the world uses the gift, they pay you for it and that's it. But when you come into the kingdom of God, you take your gift and you begin to sharpen it and make it useful for the kingdom of God to serve God and His people. Can you see the difference? That's why it becomes a very humbling space as a volunteer or somebody who's been in the connect group and God's using your house um, and your home for, for His glory. There are some people, I mean, when I walk into that house, my home, I brag so much about it. It's like, look what the Lord has done. My faith has worked. And straight away after the bragging was over, God says, I'm using this house to start a connect group. And as soon as the connect groups were done, I started the church from there. And so the backwaters, we used to start have the church, and in the main house was children's church. Tasman was the Sunday school teacher. 
every chair we could find, whatever. We just, because we take all that God gives us, the things that He gives us, we use it for His glory. I please want you to hear me today because things are for seasons and I'm letting you know the things are coming. I'm letting you know it's going to be profuse. But I want you to have the right relationship with the things because the things are for the glory of God. Is that God gave it and we take it and we use it for the glory of God. Please say amen. God took every part of that house. If I had my board meeting around my, the, the dinner table with my, my board, then Tasman was in the room and the babies were sleeping there until 11.30 until the meeting was over. But we occupied every space because the things come for a purpose. I don't know who this is for, but I'm letting you know it's going to be profuse. But I please want you to remember have the right relationship with things. Because as long as God's people are, is in the center of what you are doing, you're not going to have a problem. You will own things, but things will never own you. Can I prophesy that over your 2024? The things are coming. It's going to be huge. Come on, big kingdom business is big business. I'm letting you know the hand of God is upon your life. The things that God's going to do in the season. I am letting you know, I'm letting you know, it's, it's not going to, it's, it's right here. You're not going to be praying for it. It's going to just manifest in this next season. So what God does is that um, we, the difference between us and the world is that my gift never excludes God's people. It never excludes God's purpose. Mm. Have a look at Matthew chapter 20, verse 20. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with the sons, kneeling down and asking something from him. I mean, when it starts of that, it, Jesus just announced that he's going to the cross to establish his kingdom. Straight away, she hears it. She says, here's my opportunity. He said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, grant that these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right hand and the other on the left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But to sit on the right hand and my left is not mine to give, but it's for those for whom it is prepared by my Father. So he's letting you know. Um, let me just finish reading this. And when the ten had heard it, they greatly displeased. They were greatly displeased with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. That means there's a world system and they promote people to lord it over. They're looking for strong leaders to control people. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet, it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just, everybody read, one, two, read. 
just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So straight away I can tell you the markings of a great leader. I can tell you that this person's season is coming by their sowing and by their serving. I can watch a servant in the house. You think I don't see them. I watch. I'm looking out because I, I know what greatness looks like. And anybody who's looking for a title is in trouble already. So when the, the new people come, even from other ministries, I say, I suggest, jump into the system. Just go and serve somewhere. And you're not going to like some people, and they're going to be sandpaper for you. Take it. Brian's not here tonight because they're celebrating 16 years. No, don't clap. I asked them, what took you so long? It's like, you know, God had to give him Aaron because he's a hard nut to crack. So God, you, you see, the very thing that you don't like in people is God that's working inside of you to get rid of that stuff. They're the sandpaper that you need for your season. Scripture lets you know that the very thing you point out in others is alive in you. It's in your Bible. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how they always gossip? Do you know how you gossip? Ah, oh, we're going to enjoy good food, man. Just calm down. I'm letting you know that you keep on trying to jump through the wilderness and over it. And you want to possess the promised land and your season. Because nobody likes the wilderness. Only Jesus does. The Bible says he often withdrew into the wilderness to go and pray. Because it's a place of his strengthening. But the wilderness is the place of preparation for you need to go to. Listen to what I wrote down here. So these guys are saying, look. We can drink the cup of leadership. With the mothers asking, just give them two titles. One on the left and one on the right. He says, no, you need to go through a process and drink the cup. Because then you're going to look no different than the world does. Because they give those people titles to lord it over people. But when you understand in the kingdom of God, you've come to serve. And in the more people you serve, that's what greatness looks like. You want to be great, become a slave. And this kingdom, you, you can have all your degrees. In fact, you can be a billionaire. But when you come into the kingdom of God, it's not your money. It's your heart. Because God promotes people based upon what's happening in their hearts. And if this person can't serve, all they're looking is for titles. Now, I'm not here to... You know, there's a way that you can deal with multimillionaires and the way they, they're not here to like just, you know, whatever. But because, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful in any way. I don't, you know, you don't rebuke them publicly. You, you take it privately and you have conversations and you can set things straight. But it's really important that you need to know that in the kingdom of God, nobody jumps the wilderness. He says you need to drink this cup. And so I'm just, you know, God says we start in the church. I said, fine. Finally, you know, with my attitude. 
and my arrogance. Just two things. I'm never going to a, a schoolyard, a, a, a school hall, and I'm never going to be in a tent. Because the tent and the school hall. I felt it's an inferior way of serving God. God says, you don't serve me on your terms, son. I'll rip the tent that's in your heart and that arrogance. I'll leave you there until you deal with the thing in your heart. I promise you, Lord, we're done. I promise you, we promise you. You never serve God on your terms. You've come here. Now, whoever God sends, it's a test of your heart to find it where you still serve God and His people. If they don't even look like you, they don't smell like you, they don't think like you, it's a test of your heart. Because that's the cup that we drink for leadership. Of servanthood. That if, will you still serve if nobody recognizes you? If nobody acknowledges you? We had a meeting the other day and had discussions with, with pastors that came from different churches and we had some they wanted to do some survey around different churches in black and white and Indian colored churches. And the one thing that came out was that the colored people don't want to serve in colored churches. They want seats. But if they go to a white church, they don't mind being the, 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 the security guard for the cars. You see, I don't care whether it's this church or another church. Or if you never deal with the issue in your heart, you're never coming into a season. Because I'm so glad in the kingdom, you never fail a test. You only get to sit for it again and again and again and again. You might as well let God kill that stuff out of your spirit here. And get it done. And say, I'm going to love on God's people. I'm going to forgive God's people. I mean, Whatever. Whatever God's asking for you to do in time, it's alignment with purpose. And will you still serve me? I mean, I was like, where's the money coming from? What about my family? You know I got these bills. I get an offering, a month in, 600 rand. I'm the one that earned 40,000 rand a month. Then God done all of that to show me You'll never be dependent upon the church for your income. He blessed me outside of the church so I can be dependent upon him. Are you with me? Because there are things that God does in time that if you don't fix that thing, you'll go to another church, you will not go past that test. You're going to have to sit for that exam again and again and again. Because God, his eyes are, his eyes are everywhere. So you've got to fix this thing in time. Listen to what I laid out here for you. The promised land connects you to what was promised. The wilderness connects you to the God who made the promise. If you don't stop over in the wilderness, the promised land will become another place of worshipping of idols. You worshipped idols in your bondage. Now you want to get the things in the promised land 
But if you don't connect to the God of the promise, then that just becomes another place of idols. So God must take you through this process. Can you give me Deuteronomy, please? Deuteronomy chapter, 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 I think it was 8, 16. This is the reason why God puts you in a wilderness, a connect group, submitted to a, 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 a leader, that you're more senior in the world system, right? But God puts you, because of the system that is here, you get submitted to somebody that's actually, in your sight, inferior to you. That's the test. Can you, we don't submit because of titles. We submit to one another in the fear of the Lord. And here's the thing. When God takes you through the wilderness, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, that he might test you to do you good in the end. Because the way you serve the leader you submitted to is the way people are going to serve you when you're the leader. This was sobering. I'm around the corner from my Bible college. I'm, I sneak in because I know they close the doors at 5 to 6. Worship takes place at 5.30. I sneak in at 5 to 6 just before, because then they're going to close the doors and you can miss the first lesson. Once those doors are closed, you can't come in there. You've got to go wait for second lesson. 45 minutes later. So I sneak in. And I'm not alone. You know, we all like to just challenge the boundaries. And one day the lecturer just said to me, Dr. Corny Becker, not to me, to all of us. He said, I'm letting you know that the way you sneak in here late, when you start your church, the people are going to do the same in your ministry. I did repent, Lord. You need to be on time for church. Because whatever you sow in time, you're going to reap in your season. So it, there's, you, you can't violate that thing. So if you're unfaithful in a little, then you're going to be unfaithful when God brings you into your season. Because promotion comes from the kingdom. Uh, it, it's, it doesn't come from the east or from the west. It comes from the Lord. The whole system's designed that way. I'm so excited because when I look at you honestly, I see new people walk through this church. I see leadership. I see great gifts, and I'm not allowed to say a word. I look at them, and I'm like, wow. I can see it. And I want to encourage you. And I, and I come around some people, and I give you a word, and I say, I really believe you. Just stay encouraged. There's some people that haven't even noticed that I've taken the two of you, and I pulled you right next to me on stage here. Did you get it? Did you get the message? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to encourage you. Don't stand there. Come here. I'm trying to show you. I see the potential. But I can't rush the time. Because in time, God fixes that, that pride and that arrogance and the, the things that must go in time. You can't hurry love. You just have to wait. Because when God brings you into your season, you've got to be ready for this thing. I am letting you know that the next season is glorious. 
You're going to find God promote people out of far left. You didn't even know. I didn't even see it, but God has seen it. And God knows their faithfulness. And God knows their giving. And God knows their sacrifice. And God knows their faithfulness when nobody's been watching. And I'm letting you know that the God's about to swing those doors wide open. It is coming for the kingdom of God. It is coming for the children of God. It's going to be so glorious. It is the year of the open door. I am letting you know the power power of God is in this place. One more time. The promised land connects you to what was promised. The wilderness connects you to the God who made the promise. If you don't stop over in the wilderness, the promised land will become another place of worshiping of idols. So God goes looking for a man after his own heart. Thank you.